Trev and Ben Shite-Sized Chunks. So on last week's Chunk, we were celebrating the 90th birthday, Ben, of the Queen. I remember. Someone else has got a 90th birthday very soon. And I, I don't know, I think you might be more interested in celebrating this person's 90th birthday than you were the Queen. You were a little bit dismissive, Go frankly. Ahead. I'm listening. David Attenborough. Proper royalty. <laughs> he is 90 very soon. And I thought, do you know what? This man has been a part of my life for as long as I can remember. Uh, when you were a kid, did you used to watch a lot of his stuff? We mentioned it on the chunk last week, that he's always been there, always a part of my life. Yeah, I mean, I remember watching a lot of his documentary stuff. He, I mean, he was the only person that really made those things interesting. I know. I remember as a kid, the uh, was it Planet Earth was one of his big early ones Mm. and I remember that as a kid and I must admit there was a part of me that always wanted to watch it because it made me look slightly brainier than my brother (laughs) you know if I was interested that program would come my dad would turn it on and go oh I want to watch that and really there was a part of me that would get a bit bored after about 10 minutes but I just felt I needed to keep this charade up because my brother was, oh, I'm not watching a documentary. I watched um, The Blue Planet. I bought it on DVD. The Blue Planet. Well, yeah. that's one of my favourites. Amazing. And what I love about the man is even though he's 90, his enthusiasm has never waned. Right. You know, I mean, I, I love that scene from, I think it is uh, The Blue Planet, when he's on the boat and the blue whale appears behind him. Ah. And he sort of turns to the camera, and he's got this childlike look on his face. He's so excited. Yeah. <laughs> and, of course, the blue whale is uh, its a major part of any David Attenborough programme that goes anywhere near the sea. Of course. And, it, <laughs> and uh, I understand that you, you can do a little impression. Well, I do an excellent Attenborough impression, but it is, I can only say the one thing, and it, fortunately, <laughs> it is about the blue whale. Excellent. Go on, then. The blue whale... Don't laugh. No, I'm not. It's very good. The blue whale. I've messed it up now. <laughs> go, go on, just concentrate. The blue whale. Bigger than even the biggest of the dinosaurs. There you go. Its tongue the size of a car and blood vessels so wide you could swim down them. <laughs> I added to it. You didn't know about the last No, I mean, you've, I've never heard that bit before. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and an eight foot cock, of course. Uh, well, <laughs> thank you. But <I've>, <laughs> no, I'm not talking about you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Um, the thing is, though, David Attenborough doesn't actually love animals. What do you mean he doesn't love he animals? He doesn't love animals. He said it before. He doesn't love them. He's interested in them, but he doesn't love them. Mm-hmm. Well, he does a very good impression of someone who cares. I know, because, you know, as, as you say, he gets very excited. And, and I think, right, if you're going to be that into animals, surely you've got to love them. I don't believe him when he says that. Mm. Uh, also, he's frightened of rats. Rats are the things he's scared of the most. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, it all comes back to uh, apparently he was doing something in India, doing some filming and he had a bit of an upset stomach. And uh, he went and sat on the loo. And in his words, he got rid of the entire contents of his stomach. Ooh. I wonder if you could say that in his voice. I got rid of the entire contents of my stomach. <laughs> there you go. And as he was sitting there, a rat came from between his legs from the loo. Uh, he, he just says he was very wet. Oh. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, if you're a rat living in a loo and David Attenborough comes in with terrible diarrhoea, you're not going to sit there and enjoy it. You're going to get out. (laughs) I don't blame the rat. I think it's a little harsh for David Attenborough to be that unfair on the rat. Mm. (laughs) And of course, it's not just wildlife stuff. I mean, he was in charge of BBC Two in the very early days. If it weren't for him, we may not have... uh, Well, I say we may not have colour television. We probably would have done. But he was the first person (laughs) to introduce it. And for you, for people like you, Ben, snooker on the telly ah very important to have that in colour as well exactly Mm. he was the man who brought that to the telly and things like Monty Python we might have had Monty Python (laughs) 
without David Attenborough. Do you know about what the, the old commentators used to say for people watching it on black and white? No, there's, there's a famous one, isn't there? Yeah. For those of you watching in black and white, that's the one next to the green or something yeah. like that. For those it? of you who want to know where the brown ball is, it's the one next to the green ball. Brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other thing I really like about David Attenborough is his ability to just bring everything to life with his, just his voice. Mm. He could read anything, couldn't he? He could read me the, the latest Ikea catalogue. The Ikea catalogue. Yeah. I, yes. I don't know what else he'd say about it. The Billy bookcase. <laughs> Look at the natural beauty of the wood. He'd make that exciting, wouldn't he? I think he would. He could make anything exciting. He's got such a great voice and, and he just brings it all to life. I wonder how much of it is just off the cuff. I don't know. I think it's probably pretty well written. Do you think? I think so. What's your earliest memory of Attenborough? Um, oh, I don't know. He's been around for so long, it's hard to pinpoint. It's like you say, he's one of those people that just seems to have been around forever. Well, I suppose he has been around for, for my forever. Yes. Well, I've got two very early memories of Attenborough. One was the famous bit on the telly when he ended up uh, being groomed by a gorilla. <laughs> and when I say groomed by a gorilla, <laughs> I know it was the 1970s and that was going on. But, um, you know, I'm talking about in a wildlife sense. I'm, by the way, speaking of that, particular thing of the 1970s entertainers i'm so glad that he has been so far uh, untouched by that whole scandal I, I think he will remain untouched thankfully he is one of the decent people yeah i think uh, uh so i remember that but also my earliest memory of david attenborough my my parents or particularly my dad not really being a fan no and i remember sitting at home thinking everyone seems to love this man do you know the reason my dad didn't really like him why? He thought he had a penchant for the mating of an animal. Oh. I think my... Because basically, we, I grew up in a very... Uh, you know, we're, we're very English. Very prudish you know? by the sounds of it. Yeah, yeah, very English, very kind of uh, stiff upper lip about any, anything about that. I don't remember David Attenborough getting particularly excited and watching animals have well, sex. No, I don't think he got excited, but I think I just have this memory of my family saying, well, every week he has to show some animal at it. Go on. <laughs> Give it to a good. <laughs> and I just remember the embarrassment that there was in my house. Like, there's a couple of lions going at it. And there's like the rest of us go, um, well, yeah. well, shall we um, turn it over now? Or, <laughs> or what my mum would always do is whenever there was anything on the telly, and I'm not just talking animals, I'm talking like any kissing or anything like that, she'd always say, well, um, I think it's probably bath time now, boys, don't you? You know, there's always that. Or shall we change the channel? What else is on? Like, no, I want to watch this. I want yeah, to watch this. I want to watch lions copulating. You know when he's uh, stops narrating and he just lets the soundtrack take over? That's when he's <laughs> sitting there silently wanking. That's what he's oh, doing. Oh, no, he's not. Oh, he's <laughs> there. Nearly there. <laughs> the vinegar strokes. <laughs> <laughs> We're supposed to be revering this man. He, you know, he's a legend. <laughs> and all we've done is reduce him to a wanking pervert. <laughs> the other thing, like, you mentioned the soundtracks. You know, like now, everything has to be whiter than white with television. Mm. You know, you have to say oh, you know, we film this particular animal in a controlled environment. Because I don't understand why people get so upset by that. No. You know, if you want to watch a dung beetle copulating, uh, you might not get that out in the wild. You might have to arrange for it to happen. You might have to bring in a, a dung beetle whore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they must exist. Didn't people lose their mind when there was some programme that I think Gordon Ramsay was on and he was supposedly caught this fish or this shark and he caught it himself, but apparently he did no such thing and it was all set up for him. Really? And never all the viewers complained that they'd been conned. <gasps> I did, yeah, gets on my wick all of that and I think it was uh, when he was doing the life of plants there was something about the, the 
environment that some of the plants were in it wasn't real there was a bit of controversy uh, but yeah, I think when you look back at some of his early stuff there was a lot of stuff that might have been created do you know what I mean even the soundtrack I remember reading once that a lot of the sounds you hear aren't the actual sounds they're all made in a sound effect shop oh I thought you were going to say he made them <laughs> I'd love that <laughs> I'd love for him to be like the man from police academy yeah doing all the noises <laughs> as the lion copulates <laughs> that's what I'd quite like to hear him do no but I remember reading once that there was as a, I think it was a leaf cutter ant or something was cutting through a leaf and they showed someone in the sound effect room and it was either a, a bit of plastic they were rubbing really? together yeah so I think a lot of the sounds are, uh, aren't particularly real but it doesn't detract does it no. I'd like to think that a lot of the noises are real I think the ones that are real the liar bird do you remember the liar bird that's a good one to say in his voice the liar bird that's a good one <laughs> doing the uh, what was it making the sound of a drill car alarm a mobile phone i think it was making i think i remember that out in the wild yeah and there are people who thought that that was the noise the bird made if they'd watched the entire program they'd know that it's made because of man encroaching on its environment Mm. and again that's what david Attenborough does he teaches us about the environment teaches us to care for it (laughs) i saw recently uh for his 89th birthday spent some time with president obama did he yeah, and I watched it again the other day. The thing is, I don't know who was interviewing who. No. I mean, Obama seemed to uh, take over the interview, or I think maybe Attenborough was so passionate about saving the environment that he was ready, he was going to make sure he got his points across. <laughs> it's absolutely brilliant. The other thing about um, him is, do you know he's got 31 honorary degrees from British universities? Yeah. That's unnecessary. Do you think it's unnecessary? So, that, well, I mean, they're good for him, I suppose, but, uh, but how many letters must he have after his name then? <laughs> yeah, it's probably an incredible amount of yeah. letters, isn't it? I, I wonder if he's ever been able to write all of that on one uh, letterhead. <laughs> I would if I had 31 degrees. Would you? I'd make sure everyone knew it. I don't think he would, would he? He's <laughs> a sir. That's probably enough yeah. for him. <laughs> also, he's the only person to have won a BAFTA for TV and black and white, colour, HD and 3D. Wow. I mean, that's incredible. That is brilliant. That's brilliant. I mean, what a man. Imagine if we were to win one award (laughs) for anything we've ever done. Yeah. We'd be excited for the rest of our lives, wouldn't we? We'd never stop talking about it. I mean, I once won an award, right, in 2002 for uh, Best Young Talent. Really? As a radio producer. Oh, what happened? Well, (laughs) the thing is, I banged on about that for years. (laughs) Yeah, about 10 years later, I'm still, well, I was best young talent, remember? Yes, but that was 10 years ago, Trev. And uh, what have you turned into? Now you Uh, just win best talent now. (laughs) Not even that. (laughs) Just just best. (laughs) Best at nothing. (laughs) So the other thing about uh, David Attenborough is, obviously his programmes show the wild world as it is. You know, animals on the hunt animals being taken down for prey mm-hmm. did you ever find that a bit shocking when you were a kid no i didn't really like it when i saw the footage of the um i think it was an elephant being attacked by lions i didn't like that Ooh, very much quite no. incredible to watch though did the elephant get away no oh. no they took it down because that's always the thing right? when you watch a chase mm. you know, i always remember the dogs and them showing them working as a pack and how they do it. And you're watching the poor animal that's the prey and think, come on, get away. Mm. But then, of course, if the animals don't eat, they're going to die. Yeah, I remember I was talking to someone and they said, oh, I don't really want to watch it. And I thought, well, it's kind of it's kind of awesome, even though it's not the nicest thing to watch. It is nature at its weirdest and most wonderful. Mm. I uh, 
Oh, one of his uh, series, I recorded the whole thing on uh, on DVD. And a friend of mine who's a teacher at a primary school said, uh, you know, I really want to show the kids some of David Attenborough's stuff. You know, they can learn a lot about the animals. I said, yeah, well, I've got them all on DVD now. So mm. I gave them a couple. And one of them, I didn't think about it. One of them included quite a, uh, you know, real hunt scene. <laughs> And uh, apparently he put it on and half the class burst into tears when the <laughs> antelope or whatever it was was brought down and ripped to shreds. <laughs> well, you've got to accept that this is life, mate. Yeah. I mean, what I would have done is gone around their house, got their pet dog and ripped it apart in front of them. <laughs> and said, yeah, yeah, this is reality, mate. You know, it happens. Uh, finally, the other the, the thing I want to say about David Attenborough is um, he has got animals and uh, species named after him. Does he really? He's got a dinosaur, the uh, Attenborosaurus. Well, how does he have a dinosaur named after him? Well, they, they found a, di- a new dinosaur that didn't have a name. Really? So he's now the Atten- it's the Attenborosaurus. That's pretty cool. He's also got a flower in Ecuador named after him, a species of parasitic wasp. I wouldn't want to have a parasitic wasp mm, That's a bit of a backhanded me. compliment, that one, isn't it? It is, isn't it? You know, you're basically saying, you're quite annoying, <laughs> you get under my skin, and if you come anywhere near me, I'm going to fucking spot you. <laughs> I don't think that's a compliment. Um, he's also got a um, flesh-eating plant named after him as well hmm. I think he should have better things named after him than that the dinosaur's pretty cool dinosaurs but, but let's let's not call it the blue whale anymore let's call it the Attenborough whale no then my impression wouldn't work I can't support that try it the Attenborough whale N- uh, it sort of works it sort of works not as good as the blue whale no it's not <laughs> and that's it for Science Science Chunks this week uh, don't forget to get in touch with us any time on Twitter at Trev and Ben and join us for a live show every Sunday morning 9 to 11 on CroydonRadio.com Trevor and Ben's shite-sized chunks.